Hello and welcome to Nolo Time, episode 65. My name is Hovid Bliss and with me is the most patient man in the world, Jojo. Oh man, nice one, dude. Patient man in the world, I love it. Obed, it's so good to see you, brother. I'm so glad we're doing this tonight. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's gonna be a real fun episode here. I love your shirt, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. It's yeah. uh, I think this is Star Wars Weekends 2008, if I'm not wrong. It's, it looks good, man. I love it. Star Wars Legends Weekend. Sorry, it says Weekends. That's how it's a legend yeah, for my screen for a second. It's Weekends. I see it on there. Okay, yep. nice. Yep, Very yep, nice. Back sir. back at the. Uh, Hollywood Studios when that was going on. That was a pretty yeah. neat event. They, uh, they don't do it anymore because uh, the whole park is Star Wars now. So Yeah, yeah. You can't get enough Star Wars. Uh, no, seriously. Unless, unless you're Bob Iger. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it because, uh, you know, we got a, movie, a little movie came out Tuesday. Uh, yes, oh, you know, just yesterday. So, is. Solo. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at that over the weekend and I will Ooh. let you guys know what I think because I haven't watched it yet. So... Um, Impressive. I, Most impressive. I, yeah, I am very curious about this movie, Joel. Uh, but man, um, we went to a place over the weekend that was quite a bit of fun, dude. What's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and tell our, our, our people here what's going on with that. Yeah, man. We uh, went to CEO and uh, see Otaku in Orlando, Florida, dude. And I tell you what. That was an amazing time for me. That was my first time at that event. And uh, I know you had been there last year, Obed. So, uh, you know, you had instantly told me, hey, this really grew. Like, this was not uh, as small as it was the year before. A lot more people out there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, just from the moment I, I actually uh, peeked in and actually saw the crowd, I was like, yeah, this is at least double the amount of people. But when we actually went into the ballroom... And, and saw the setup and the amount of people that were there. It was like quite possibly three times the, the people that I, that I saw last year, to be honest with you. It was pretty crowded. Awesome. I, I got really excited and really happy to see that the event's actually growing uh, at this rate. And I'm still hoping that they leave it in Orlando because I, I, don't, I don't want this event to leave over to Daytona or any other shady place like that. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Sorry if you're listening from Daytona. I'm sorry. but no, Much love, much love. Much love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, you, you guys you guys know what's up. You guys know what's up. Um, <laughs> it, I, I really want the event to stay in Orlando, um, and, and we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's people out there that are willing to give, um, you know, this guy's a break and, and – um, provide a bigger venue so we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens yeah um, yeah no i was i was really impressed at uh how the, i know you said last year i guess it was just one uh ballroom and there was two this year yep. uh, i liked how the layout you know wasn't just the you had of course i mean everyone's there to see these competitive game game uh you know the fights going on right but you also had a nice artist alley. You had also this arcade room. And then in that room as well, you had a setup where you were able to bring your own stuff and start just jumping into matches and just having fun. <laughs> Ironically enough, Obed, you pointed this out to me and I was like, oh my gosh, oh snap. Like it really, it, it hit me because I, I wasn't thinking this way. We at for the longest time, I want to say for the first few hours, because we were there for, for quite a for quite a long time, man. 
for the first few hours, we did not see one Xbox in sight. No Xbox One S, no Xbox One X. Uh, little Billy wasn't present for a while, man, and and <laughs> I was I was waiting for it, and then finally, as it came closer towards the end of our time being there, Opie goes, "Look, Joel, we found one." And it was just on the side. <laughs> Nobody was playing it, but it was it, there. It was it was actually in the artist alley, so it was actually one of the artists brought a, uh, an Xbox <laughs> with a monitor. Yeah, it wasn't even. It wasn't even inside um, the 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 competitive area. Uh, well, the thing is that Joel, the this games in in CEO tacos more specifically, it's it, it's anime fighting games. You know, the air dashers basically. Yeah. So, uh, and most of these games uh, only are either coming out only on PlayStation or PlayStation PC. Uh, and because PC is a little bit more obtuse, it's bigger equipment, more cables, you know, a few other things. So just bringing in a PS4 is a lot more efficient. So all the games in the floor were, were being played on PS4s. Um, I, I think the guys from Astro Gaming were there and they had a PS4 Plus for yeah. their setup, for their demo setup. Uh, but other than that, that was uh, the only thing out of the, uh, you know, out of the ordinary on, 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 the, on the floor. Uh, a couple of PS3s. Uh, there was a, a a a company called GG Labs. They were that <laughs> we joked around because they uh, they have I guess a, a, an energy drink alternative for gamers. It's basically <laughs> a uh, a green tea extract, caffeine. Uh, we joked around for a while. Oh my god! Because I saw I saw I'm a caffeine junkie, and I saw the I saw the the, the thing is like, yo, Joel, we need to go check it out. So we went there. <laughs> so we so we go we go there and we we check it out, and and the girl's like, hey, so. So yeah, can I give you more information? I was like, yeah. So what's what's up with this? You know, I like caffeine. It says that it has a lot of caffeine. What's up with this? So it, it ends up having like a like the equivalent of like two cups of coffee of caffeine, plus other like you know nutrients and the such. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I haven't snorted the powder <laughs> there yet, Joe. So they they had they had a like a lemon flavored beverage powder. Yep. I, I told I told Joe that I was uh, that I was gonna snort it and go in there like let's go. I said Obed's gonna Obed's Obed like his energy level <laughs> got a little lower after lunch. Right, we went out and we had lunch together, and that, we had just gotten that that he sorry he had just gotten that powder right before we came to right from the tea, oh. and afterwards he was joking about having i said dude you have this thing you're gonna just walk up to the main stage and like flip the table and be like let's go guys i want to go punk, in i see you we saw punk over there punk yes God. from echo so, fox yeah so he was there so i was like punk let's go let's do this challenging guys <laughs> i challenge you um but it, it was it was a lot of fun man we awesome. w- watched a lot of guilty gear because those pools were sick that was <laughs> That was sick. That was a, a, a lot of fun watching that. Um, of course, a lot of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. That was all over the place. I think that was the most setups, right? Yes, and I think Dragon Ball Fighter Z had the most hype, dude. I think, like, I mean, for a while, those those guys watching were just super hype. Yeah, and it's just such a fast-paced game, and so a lot of fun to watch, and a lot of fun to play too. We were there, and I was like, "Oh man, it's itching. I want to go back and head back in." I'm actually, I'm actually gonna do it this weekend because tomorrow there's a big update coming out. Um, Cooler and Android 17 are out, and there's they're gonna rebalance. They're gonna release a new stage, so uh, big update tomorrow. So I'm gonna head uh, and do that over the weekend. Uh, but it, man, the event itself a lot more organized that, than last year. 
Uh, we saw security. That was a big thing because I didn't see any security there last year at all. Um, so, so kudos for that. They, you know, uh, Orange County um, Sheriff's Office was there, uh, plus hotel security. Um, so that that was a big, big plus um, from from that side. Uh, and I mentioned it to you that the artist alley was a lot bigger. It was like double the size this year. Um, as you mentioned, they had that arcade room. Uh, with the bring your own console setup, so they basically had, man, I want to say about thirty monitors, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, it was separate great. monitors, and you just bring your console, plug it in, and and you want, and you know, play whatever you want. Guys, bringing um, their Switch, just docking in, just jumping into matches. Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, overall, man, definitely a strong experience. I'm I'm looking forward to doing it next year, maybe as a competitor. We'll see. Oh, Open's we'll gonna s- pull we'll it see. out. I think. Oh, hey, hey, hey no, no, no. pull the controller out. He's gonna, he's gonna pull. He's gonna be. He's gonna bring. He's gonna to, uh, come out there, man. He's gonna bring out his 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 competitive shirt and all this. He's gonna be fully ready to go. He's his controller, his fight stick. He brought yeah. your controller too that day. I did. I did. I didn't bring my controller and my Vita. Yeah, <laughs> just in yeah, case. Man. Yeah, he we was never ready know. To go. I was like, if Joe, if Joe ditches me, I have, still have a Vita. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do no, that. No, no, we're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, yeah, we spent uh, pretty much all morning, um, most of the afternoon there. I mean, I would say I would dare to say all the afternoon there uh, on Saturday, oh, yeah. and um, uh, lots of fun, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again. I'm hoping they bring their uh, big event back back to Orlando. I went many years ago when it was still a smaller event um but it's a uh, you know it's growing um whenever you go into one of these competitive game competitive gaming events uh whether it be at the local level uh ceo haku was a little bit bigger because there's a lot of these guys are coming out from you know out of state uh, some of the guys coming in from california you know new york area where, where the fighting community fighting game community is a little bit bigger uh, than here in Florida, but definitely growing in Orlando. Um, a, a lot, like like we mentioned, a lot more people, a lot more cross players. Uh, overall, it was a better event, um, better organized, and, and everything. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again. Highly recommend it if you guys are into this Absolutely. sort of gaming events. Uh, you know, it's just pay your your uh, spectator fee just to go for the day and hang out. And you see some interesting people, and you get to watch some good gaming. Um, so uh, for sure, it's worth it. Um, but yeah, that that's that's what I got for the what's up, and yet I think that's that's what we got, dude. That's what we did. Yeah, because that's what we did over the weekend, and it was um, it, it was quite a bit of fun. So it was awesome. Yeah, uh, Joe, th- there's a movie that I that we thought was dead. Yeah, but it but it actually rose from the ashes like the phoenix. <laughs> oh, um, so we I think we mentioned in a podcast a few weeks ago that X-Men Dark Phoenix was taken off of the upcoming movies from uh, 20, uh, 21st Century Fox and uh, it came out this morning. Um, they actually released a new poster for the movie and the trailer is actually coming out tonight um, uh, around midnight Eastern. Right, Joel? That's right, 12.37 a.m. Eastern. I've got it on the nose for the Late 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 Show with uh, Stephen Colbert, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I guess that's, that's going to be coming out. And I tell you what, when that does come out, 
you know that we're going to be watching it and definitely our next episode will have a full-on reaction to it but obed my reaction to just the news itself of this trailer coming out the poster means that they're going full-on marketing means that they have probably a new release date that i'm assuming they're going to announce with this tonight they, as well they did they did it's valentine's okay. day valentine's Val day yeah 214 next year yeah okay so they're 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 they have to then really push this because that's a short time to market this movie similar to the way uh solo which you're gonna be watching was also marketed really last minute as well so i i definitely believe that uh this movie has been greenlit by marvel studios more than even just 21st century fox i think they've probably screened it since they've they've been in this uh negotiations for a while and even though all that's still being figured out, I think out of respect uh, as a business, they probably figured we need to know what you guys are doing with this movie so that way they can figure out whatever the plans are for the MCU going forward. I don't. You asked me, Obed, when we found out this news, you said, Joel, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's the chance, 10 being that, that it's very likely, what's the chances that we see some type of MCU connection in the trailer that comes out? And I told you very low. I, I actually would say there's zero chance. But... But I'm not not against it. I think if there is going to be a, a way that there's a connection, it's going to be something to do with one of the Infinity Stones. I don't think a character. I mean, we, we went through the list of characters that could be right because in the '90s, you're talking like maybe a Sam Jackson, maybe a Captain Marvel, maybe a Phil Coulson. You know those kinds of characters. But honestly, I I just don't see it happening. I I I think that uh, they let them make the movie they made. Just put it out there already. There's no need to do more edits and more changes on it. They spent enough money on it. They're gonna let this movie come out and be the movie that uh, Simon Kinberg wanted to make. And I mean, Obed, will they get it right this time with with the Phoenix? This is now another whip whip at it that that uh, they've had. So will they get it right this time? I don't know. Yeah, I it's hard to tell because uh, Phoenix is a is it's a complex character, but it's in the in the same vein as Superman complex. Um, not because the the character itself is complex, but because the power set that that character has is is very difficult to scale down into something more you know uh i'd say closed off uh as, as a movie in a comic book you can extend these things and you can make it you know a lot bigger uh but when it comes to a movie you they they especially comic book movies they sort of like had definitely scaled uh back a lot of the uh powers that these characters have so i, I think that would be my concern uh, I'd say because I asked you that that question uh, earlier today, but uh, I think under under fifty percent that we see anything on the trailer that alludes to MCU during the movie, I'm I'm about you know seventy percent. But but as it stands right now, yeah, on the trailer we may not um, actually see anything that connects them together. Um, the the one thing, Joel, is that the uh, like you mentioned just now. Uh, the second go at, at the Phoenix, um, it, we saw it with X Men uh, Last Stand. Um, not not a great movie, um, it, but it, at the same time, it was not a great movie because it it had a lot of production problems too. You know, uh, Fox meddled around a little bit with it. Um, the director dropped off. Uh, the original director and then uh, Brett Ratner took over, and I think Brett Ratner's not a good director um he's only done probably like one good movie in that rush hour um then everything else has been you know not good um and and i think that was a problem you know and then you're you're working with a complex power set character as the phoenix so 
uh, maybe though they'll, they'll be able to do it better. Um, I think Apocalypse got a lot of crap. I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie. I think it's actually a decent movie. It's it's you know it's it's enjoyable. At least the movie itself, if it's fun. Um, so that that you know it's it's a plus. Uh, not to be taken seriously. If you go into this movie experience, you know, expecting freaking Winter Soldier, you're not. But you know, just just for fun, you know, it's a, it's, it's a fun movie. It's it is fun. Um, uh, I'm hoping this movie looks good, and I'm hoping this movie does well as uh, when it comes out. Uh, like you mentioned, they don't have a lot of marketing um, time, but they still have. You know, they can still put the trailer bef- before ben- Venom. I think Venom's gonna do good. Uh, they they still have you know Record Ralph. Um, they still have a couple of other movies that are coming out the end of, throughout the end of the year Absolutely. where they can just attach the trailer to. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, they'll they'll go full steam marketing it um, with whatever budget they had for marketing, which I'm sure was pretty big for an X Men movie. Uh, my biggest issue uh, is, you know, with the, all the amount of reshoots and with the amount of um, back and forth they've had for this movie and the weird transition. Um, I I'm not gonna say even if this movie comes out and has issues, I, I think there's um, it's, it's unfair to really um, judge it just because it's been through a lot for this movie to even come out. So let's see what kind of trailer we get. Let's see what kind of movie we get in February. Regardless, I'm a big fan of the storyline. Uh, it's gonna be hard to watch this movie without Wolverine in it. I'm just being honest with you. Like I that that's my boy. Maybe but, I don't uh, know. Who knows? Yeah, maybe yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see when this movie comes out. But it got a lot of great talent behind it. We'll see, man. This is X-Men Dark Phoenix, guys, coming in February. Yep. Uh, but, Joel, we did get a trailer today um, for, or was it yesterday? I can't remember. The day, days are melding together. That's what happens when you're busy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we got a trailer for Bumblebee. And... Um, I was pleasantly surprised, Joel. This actually looks pretty good, dude. That trailer was fantastic, uh, and and I and I'm I'm not trying to overhype it. Like I was not high in this. You can listen to the first episode that we had when I talked about um, this movie, the initial first trailer that came out. I wasn't high on it at all. I went to Comic Con and I was a little more, a little bit more um, into it because of the footage that I saw for the movie. But this trailer had something completely that I didn't see coming, which was some of the um, traditional appearances of some characters. Specifically for me, was Optimus Prime. I didn't think Optimus Prime was going to be in this movie at all. And then you have that shot of him, the classic look. Yeah, that dude. It's like this is what the first Transformers movie should have been. It was the G one designs. It, they look great, dude. Uh, I'm I'm actually quite interested in this movie now. So the way that Travis Knight talked about the movie at Comic-Con was as if it was, in some ways, an origin reboot for this franchise. Like as if they're, gonna, they're doing something from this. And you kind of got that sense. So I think, I think should this movie perform well, and I actually really, from at least what I've seen the trailers, I hope it does perform well. Um, so that way there could be now more of these kinds of stories up for for the transformers right like you get an origin for bumblebee cool you get an origin maybe for an optus prime which ironically enough uh, i remember i mentioned this to you that at at comic-con we're sitting there in hall h and i recommend you guys look it up on youtube if you ever get the chance but it was so cool at the very end of the panel you know peter cullen came right up and 
steps up to the microphone. Greetings, Hall H. What does an Autobot have to do to get a movie? And I'm sure, I'm sure that that might have been intentional because of looking at what they did here with this trailer, at least, it does feel very much like an origin, and they might be resetting things to set it up yeah. for other movies. Yeah, well, they they did. Um, Paramount did confirm that the the series will be rebooted, but I wasn't expecting the reboot to happen with this movie. I right. thought this, yeah, I thought this movie was gonna be a spinoff of the Michael Bay movies or a prequel to those. And it looks like it's actually a fresh. It's like a, it's almost a soft reboot. A um, soft reboot would be fair. Yeah, 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 because it's like it it kind of looks. Um, it has that that you know Michael Bayish look to it, but at the same time, um, you know some of the action sequences are a lot more discernible. You have a d- completely new designs for the uh, for the Transformers. I absolutely disliked those two because they changed Optimus Prime from the first three movies uh, to the one in Age of Ex- Extinction and uh, the Last Night. I hated that design, dude. That opti- I I was just not a big smaller fan. Smaller and it's thinner. Yeah, yeah okay. it's like it's uh, a big clunky, you know, truck. Exactly. Yeah. So like the, on the first movie, he looks fine, and I I didn't mind him. Uh, and even on the second one, um, which I think is a movie, yeah, it gets a lot of crap because it's you know racist jokes and sexist jokes and all this happening. But oh, it's an entertaining movie. Uh, the third one I really don't like, but you know the Autobots are cool, right? Um, but but in this one it's like dude and then you see Soundwave and Soundwave looks like G1 Soundwave and Ravager comes out of his chest like a cassette tape and Starscream has the like the vents on the side of his head and yeah, it's yeah. it's really good and I they got the designs right they they definitely do um, and and they made Bumblebee smaller you know he's again the 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 VW Beetle right and, not yeah. a Camaro. Not a Camaro, um, you know, I think that the movie looks, looks a lot more subdued versus the Michael movie, the, the Michael Bay movies where the, you know, firework explosions and all this stuff happening. Um, I, I, I like it. And uh, fan reaction has been very positive, surprisingly. Like, you go on comments on YouTube, it's like, yo, this is what the first movie should have been. This looks good. And, you know, um, yeah, uh, people now, are excited. Now, now, in all fairness, I will put this precursor out there. For the last few Transformers movies, except for this last one, the last night, I believe it was the last one that just came out. I can't remember. Um, the, the ones, everyone before, like those last few ones, all of the trailers for me, I thought looked great for those movies. I was like, this is the one that's going to save the Transformers franchise. Nah, and then I like... got sucked in, and there I was sitting in the movie theater, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a trash can on fire. But, I... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm here I am again. Bumblebee, it's not Michael Bay. I've I, I seen some footage for the movie already. I feel like I'm going to get something better. Don't let me down again, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> well, I I didn't. I really didn't like those trailers for the last night. I thought they it looked. Yeah, that dumb. one I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, it looked so dumb. Uh, yeah, like the first three movies looked. The trailers were good, and even Age, Age of, of Extinction, Extinction that looked good. But that movie's so boring and so long and so pointless. As uh and so the the nano machines and all this, I don't ah, uh, that movie, dude. Like that, um, that movie made me not want to see more Transformers movie because I didn't see it last night in the theater and I didn't buy it on Blu-ray and I have wow. and I have all the Transformers movies on Blu-ray. 
Wow. Actually, I bought the first one twice because I bought it on DVD and on Blu-ray <laughs> when it came out. So wow. I like that's, the first one a lot. Yeah, I think that first one's charming, and it, I, I there's charm to it, and I like it. But see, we like this is what proves you like we're not trying to come down on these things. Like we like Transformers, we like the original Transformers, right? It, we like the characters. It's just the portrayal of them in these movies. So we're not trying to come against Transformers as a whole. We're trying. We hope the best for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see how this does, and hopefully this does okay. And uh, I mean, they have John Cena in the movie. Uh, I didn't see him though, but they. they I know I can't see him. They're saying that he's there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so just moving right along, um, we talked about uh, the Joker movie last week and that picture of. Joaquin Phoenix that came out and we shared our opinions on that but then the very next day we had a what they were calling a makeup test which ended up being actual final makeup for the movie and I am intrigued even more now I I like it I like it a lot yeah it was so funny because like you just mentioned the the episode the day before um you know the day when we recorded the day before that actual image and footage came out uh, I had said on the podcast, well, from the picture we saw of just Joaquin Phoenix, he was just he's standing there. I said, well, it's interesting. Officially, we know he's going to have the long hair and, you know, the outfit and appearance he had. And, and I said, like, well, maybe they're going to try and make him look like Heath Ledger or something, right? Because of having the long hair and all that, right? When he becomes Joker. And then we see this. And I love that it's very original. And it does not, he doesn't look like Heath Ledger. He, he's. He looks like the Joker still. Like, that's what I like. He still looks like the Joker. Probably looks more like the Joker than Jared Leto. And oh but yeah, I, yeah, and I, I, I know that that's a that's a debate for some people, Come but I'm on. sorry, he yep. looks like the Joker, and um, you know, I think the only thing that still gets me with the movie, and I, I'm just going this based off some of the, the sound images I've seen, and even just the image of just him, um, pre Joker, right, just as a as a man, um, I said this to you, Obed. I think if if they were to adapt some type of origin, I'm not asked. I've been asked for this movie, but if you're gonna do it as a comic book fan, I was hoping that you would take a little bit more of that, um, the Killing Joke route, a little bit more of that, that route to kind of show him, um, not not to adapt that story, but I'm saying like where they allude to his origin in so many different comics. May take a little more of that 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 route and showing him as that um, man who was poor but very um, well kept, and he he genuinely tried to do something but a series of unfortunate events on top of then something that takes him over the edge so leads him to become the joker but you know looking at what they have you know he looks the part now i'm more concerned with um the portrayal of him if you're not going to make him this this well-kept person if he's already somebody who's a little grungy a little edgy he's got a blunt in his hand or whatever walking down the street right in the episodes we've seen a cigarette yeah because yeah. i saw that yeah. um there was like a, a a leaked like scene that he yeah. was a uh, he was smoking and then another clown approached him and they started like talking and arguing sort of you know in the street and then he grabbed the clown's nose and he tossed it and yeah. you know in a in a very you know it was like like kind of jokey way um, and that looked very interesting so yeah it, it was a cigarette <laughs> yeah no no I'm just I'm just joking around but yes no it was a cigarette but I'm just saying like if he's already this kind of for lack of a better description, edgy human being. He's not this, like, person who's, you know, kind of um, small and keeps to himself. Like, then when he does become the Joker, is it going to be that he crosses the line because so many bad stuff happens to him and he's just like, forget it, I want the joke to be on you kind of thing? Or is it going to be more of a, 
of uh, um, you know, he maybe yes, I'm not saying he's going to be exposed to chemicals necessarily, but some stuff that actually transforms his mind in some regards to um, this alter ego that takes over him as a human being. I don't know, but all I'm hoping for at the end of the day is that he is a Joker who uh, is very menacing and someone that I could see actually compete with the Batman, not somebody who's just out there, you know. Like he's he's creepy, but the Batman would just slap him in the face and lock him in the back of his car and drive away. Yeah, maybe he bumps into the Titans and just goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he saw he saw a few of those characters and he got triggered. He saw Starfire, he got scarred for life, and just wanted just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> lost his lost his damn mind. <laughs> he saw he went to uh, WB and he, he saw the exact and. Made him go crazy. He saw, he saw the original cut of Justice League. <laughs> that's that's the one. That's the origin oh, story, guys. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just lost his mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. But it looks real interesting, real different. Uh, I'm liking the makeup. Um, I'm liking that he has a lot of facial expressions. Like, he can tell. Uh, um, Joaquin Phoenix is one of those actors that can, you know, say a sentence without opening his mouth it's like he can look at something a certain way and you can you can you know you know what he's thinking he's that type of actor um so uh, a lot of facial expressions and i really like it um it looks very interesting um i i can't wait to see actual footage of this like like put into like trailer um but we we will see we'll find out soon enough i think this movie's coming out in, Late next year, right? That's right. If I'm not wrong, yeah. So fairly soon. Um, Joe, we we're gonna go into gaming news now. Uh, big story that happened last week. Um, there was uh, a couple of things that happened during the week, but one big thing happened on Friday. Uh, the smaller things that happened during uh during the week is that Capcom Vancouver, the guys behind the um. Joe, remind me of the Xbox zombie game that I always forget its name. Oh, are Dead you Rising. Yep. Dead Rising. Thank you. I, I, I always forget about it. I, was like, I never. The, all right, so let's start with that. I've never played Dead Rising, right? Uh, the f a couple of them were Xbox exclusives. A couple of, well, you know, one or two came out for PS3 or PS4 or whatever, but never, uh, it never caught my eye. Uh, but unfortunately, the, the, the studio behind those games, um, Capcom Vancouver, um, they were shut down last week, so uh, we hope for the best to um, you know for those guys that were affected by that. Um, but I know that Capcom is you know taking care of them as as they should, and uh, and they've already you know gotten you know offers from EA Vancouver and other uh, studios in Canada uh, where they can move around. Uh, but the big thing that happened on uh, Friday, Joe, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a warning. I have very strong opinions about everything and you know that that happened, and you know the studio itself, and it was Telltale Games, Joe. They went ahead and shut down, just pretty much shut down the studio, skeleton crew of t around 25 people, just to finish uh, the uh, business obligations, uh, but they laid off. The entirety of their development team, around 250 people that were affected. Um, rough stuff, dude. They, um, uh, 
Apparently, they asked everyone to leave the building within a half hour. Uh, no severance. Uh, nine days of health insurance left. Uh, like no warnings. People got hired the week before and actually had to move cross country. Uh, people that came to the U.S. to work for Telltale and now they're they could be losing their visas because they're out of work, so they have to go back to their home country. Um, crazy stuff, dude. Pretty pretty bad what happened here. Um, uh, you know, Telltale, of course, uh, being mostly famous for their Walking Dead series. Uh, more specifically, that first Walking Dead game. Um, Joel, before before I go into my my strong opinion section about this, uh, what do you think about what all that happened? You know, I saw this and and I thought to myself, well, uh, for sure these guys, you know, they they saw that this was going down as a business and. For sure, they, they took care of their employees on their way out, right? That's why they're trying to shut it down so quick because they're trying to say, like, you know, while we still can get ahead of ourselves, let's do this. And then you see the details. And that's the part that really bothered me the most. Uh, I didn't foresee these guys coming down. I know when I talked to you, and you'll probably go into it now shortly, but, you know, you had said to me, you know, Joel, like, they were trying to do too much. And looking at it now from a from a holistic standing back, right? Hindsight is twenty twenty. I look at it and I get and understand now where um, these guys, you know, were trying to do so much and really hurt themselves, unfortunately. And I personally wasn't that large of a fan of their stylist their stylistic games. Um, you know, I know there's it's it's a it's a niche for certain people who just love this stuff. It just wasn't me. Uh, including even on PS Plus, they had for free the Batman Telltale series um, for for a little bit there, and I didn't even grab it, and it was free. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you did, but I didn't even grab that. Yeah, I did. I played it, and I I gotta say, I, I did enjoy it. I mean, I, it wasn't mind blowing, but it was interesting enough to make me you know finish the whole thing. So yeah, so so like for me, like you know, I wasn't a big fan of their games personally, and. I still was shocked though because of their name is big enough to see them see them go down. But the biggest issue I had is the people losing their jobs and losing it so quickly, and there's literally nothing. It, it's a nightmare scenario. Like when you really read what happened to these people, hey, get your stuff and just get out like now. That's it. It's over. That's a that's a nightmare. That that's like one of the worst uh, cases you could have. So people mass that many people massive losing their jobs. But fortunately enough, the news has come out that people like Ubisoft right away and some other even local studios we talked about, Obed, Iron Galaxy, and other people that have said, hey, you know, talk to us if you're looking for work and, and we'll see what we can do. And, and that's wonderful, the industry helping each other, right? But this whole circumstance together is really, um, really saddening because it's not, a matter of just, it's not a matter of the company going down. It's a matter of people's lives. That really, that really irks me. Yeah, I, what I what I mentioned to you is that they, the, I, I kind of saw this happening um, from a mile away. They were they were in too deep. They were way over their heads with projects, and uh, you know they had Minecraft story mode, and you know Guardians of the Galaxy, and Batman, and The Walking Dead, and Game of Thrones, and all this stuff that they had going on, uh, they were going to do a Stranger Things game that, of course, got canceled. Um, it, it's, it's, they were taking on too much for, for their own good. Uh, and instead of focusing on putting out 
high quality, high production value stuff, uh, they kept using that trash engine that they were using, and they kept, you know, uh, pushing out all of these games instead of just focusing on let's do this one thing the best we can, and then we can move to our next project. Um, that 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 was their downfall, in my opinion. Um, um, I, and I'm I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a really crazy statement here, Joe. Uh, not probably not gonna be very very popular with some. Uh, I me in my personal opinion, I think Telltale is was one of the most overrated studios in all of gaming uh, because they they put out before putting out The Walking Dead. They put out I don't know if, if you if you know that you know what what's out there. Uh, they put out a Back to the Future, uh, you know, adventure game. Uh, I think came out in 2010. Um, before Walking Dead, they also did a Jurassic Park game. So they they've been using licensed um, properties for a while, uh, and they were able to get around it. Uh, of course, the Walking the first season of Walking Dead being the big their big breakout, um, but. It's just that one of those things that it never grabbed me, and I played the Batman game because it was free. I, me personally, I'm not going to. I was not going to spend my money on one of those games because it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah, they do some interesting things, and you know they're you know sort of kind of well written, uh, but at the end of the day, you know it's the same formula for every game, and they all look the same. And, you know, great, the, you know, the voice actors are fine. You know, you get Troy Baker and, you know, you get this, you know, high profile voice actors to be in your game. Um, and, I, and I'm not saying this is the fault of the people that were laid off. Absolutely not. Because they, those guys were doing the best they could. Right. They were working their ass off, working 70 hours a, a, you know, a week, not getting paid overtime on crunch time. It's, you know, they were doing their jobs. Um it just came from above. The problem came from management. And, you know, having management go, you know, into this sort of uh, crazy, like, yo, let's do this thing, let's do this other thing, let's do this other thing, um, that that caused quality to go down. Uh, I know that there are certain internet personalities are like, oh, my God, telltale, fucking that, telltale, telltale this, telltale that. I, I was not out. I was never, they never grabbed me. Like, no, none of their properties grabbed me. Um, I, I think the reason The Walking Dead did as good as it, it, it did is because The Walking Dead was doing great on TV back then. But now no one cares, and no one's probably going to care about this. Uh, they released their episode, their second episode for the last season yesterday. Um, they asked for, after they laid off their people... They, they said they were willing to partner with another studio to finish the product. And studios were saying, yo, how about you pay your people and then you worry about the product, which is what you're supposed to be if you're a decent human being, right? Uh, and, and, then, and, and then today today they announced that they're, they're pulling season two off of all the stores uh, and they're not going to sell it. Um, so, you know, lost product. Uh, other... Uh, okay, and and I gotta I gotta go with the fanboys here. I got a one for the fanboys. So fanboys, when you ask people to work for free and do things for you, it's like yo no. You, if you really love this game, you you need to work for free and finish it so I can enjoy it. 
uh, there's a couple words for you that I'm not willing to say on the on this family friendly podcast. So yeah, that's, that's entitlement right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's not that's not how the world works, kids. So um, you know, get used to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully uh, this guys that got laid off can land on their feet. Uh, a lot of studios, you know, like like what you mentioned, Ubisoft is just like, hey, let's have a lunch and, and let's talk jobs and let's see what we can do for you guys. Uh, I, I know that Ubisoft could definitely use, uh, you know, guys like that that, you know, could be able to program a, you know, a, a choice-based, story-driven thing, maybe for like an Assassin's Creed game. Who knows? So, uh, you know, m my best to all of you guys affected and... You know, hopefully, everything's gonna work out. Uh, management, you can, you know, you you know what you can do. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 that. But Joel, yeah, I, I I think that technical limitations imposed by management um, hindered the quality of the products, and I, I just don't think it was a great product to begin with. So that's yeah, my opinion. Things don't just happen, guys. There's always a cause for the effect. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but we'll see. Uh, the, I know that we'll have updates in this story as as it progresses. Uh, but Joel, moving along, um, PlayStation fans rejoice, sorta, because um, I know that this was a big thing and a big hubbub a few weeks ago when we talked about it too. Uh, about crossplay on PS4, um, there was a press release this morning saying that uh, Fortnite crossplay goes live today. Or uh, technically, they're calling it a beta, right? They're they're like exploring the marketplace it's and happening. see how it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> you don't put beta out there to not try and make it happen. Yeah, so uh, this would basically. Um, connect the PS4 version with the Xbox One, Switch, PC, Mac, Android, and iOS, um, making it, you know, the first game ever that is 100% crossplay on everything. And uh, I say, Joe, big win for Fortnite. I mean, I'm not, I'm not into Fortnite. I know it's a big thing, but you, you know, you know my opinion about Fortnite. I'm not gonna share it with you guys. Uh, I, I would share it. Uh, I would share it privately. You know, uh, I won't share them on the internet. Uh, <laughs> yep, not on the record. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, but but yeah, big no, thing. It's a big thing. So no, that re that really is. And and I I gotta say, I when we first heard the story about like the pushback and the language that was used by Sony for them initially not having crossplay uh, for Fortnite. To me, uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I like PlayStation. I'm a, I'm a big fan of them, uh, of what, what they're doing over there. And I, I'll even admit, I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't, couldn't wrap my head around why would you not do this? Like it Absolutely. just the the re language and the wording behind it to me just just felt like it was hurting them more than it was helping them, and, and it just didn't make sense. So as much as a fan, I have to call a spade a spade. I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And I was hopeful that they would change their mind, and thank goodness they did. And I think it's a win for the community as a whole, just because. It just makes sense. It brings more people together, more cross, more experiences now um, together that people wanted, and, and it was an easy flip of a switch kind of thing. Like this is not groundbreaking, crazy stuff going on here, but it's awesome to know 
how this one is the one that that brings together this cross platform between the PCs and the Xbox and the phones and the it's it's just, it's amazing how much has come together through this one platform that is Fortnite. I'm not a crazy fan myself. I have my own opinions, but uh, yes, Joe was chair on the internet either. <laughs> I I will not do that either. We've we've had this talk. People who know me, you know my thoughts on this, but. Yeah, and people guys. and people who are involved with Fortnite and and the such know our opinions about it as well. So. That is true. That is yeah. true. But yeah, no, good good win for the community there. Yeah, yeah. This was. Uh, I mean, I think that uh, that Sony is listening to either either their consumers or uh, listening to what the market is saying. So. Um, it was a big deal, and and uh, and I'm glad that they actually took action and um, proved themselves wrong, uh, which sometimes it's really hard to do uh, in, in a lot of cases. Which it's something that I've applauded um, the Xbox One or the Xbox team uh, for doing. You know, they they've definitely acknowledged their 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 flaws, and, and they've tried to work hard and 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 fixing them. So the same thing goes for Sony. You know, this thing was was a, a big. You know, like yo, you really dropped the ball with this thing. So uh, good to know that they're actually working on getting uh, this thing back up and running. And um, yeah, we'll see what's next. Maybe Rocket League, possibly. Who knows? <laughs> I like Rocket League though. I actually, I, I don't know about you, but I play Rock. Rocket League's fun, man. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's different and it's different enough. Yeah, the, I mean, Fortnite has, has this itch. I I know I be know the, a little bit. Be careful. I know. No, oh, the kids are coming. <laughs> oh, Twelve years old. Uh, so uh, I mean, it has it, its appeal, right? Um, it, because it's it definitely has an appeal and a certain appeal and and yeah. you know a certain look that it's that it's absolutely very appealing. Um, Joel, will will Call of Duty? have crossplay like this when it when it comes out the blackout mode i don't think so i mean i i don't think this is monumental dude what fortnite's done yeah. I, there will be crossplay but i don't know how what's the next one to hit it off at this level but does this make it easier for this to happen now like if because will, will other people say hey we're they're going to reference fortnite now whenever they go into these conversations about having this cross platform stuff is is that going to be now the one that 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 sets the pre precedence for everything else i don't know but I, i'm still hindering to hesitant excuse me to see that this happens for that many franchises even though call of duty's massive so would I like to see yeah. it happen more? Yes. Will it happen? I'm hesitant, dude. I don't know. Yeah, Call of Duty, I mean, it's always the number one selling game of the year when it comes out. I mean, this year may be different because of Red Dead, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, but what what I've heard about and what I've seen about Blackout is that, you know, people like it quite a bit. And uh, what I saw was really cool. And if there's a game out there right now, PUBG's done. Like PUBG has no no chance of coming back um, unless they come out with a PUBG two and they revamp everything from the ground up. I, I think their time you know came and went already. Um, but if there's if there's a franchise that can take on you know uh, Fortnite and uh, have Fortnite innovate and be you know be better, it, it's Call of Duty. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if the demand's there. Um, 
it should be pretty interesting because it, it, it could happen. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, a couple of quick news. Um, um, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week, but uh, there's a Castlevania collection coming out for PS4. Uh, and they confirmed that this is a PS4 exclusive bundle. Uh, it's called Castlevania Requiem, and it's basically Castlevania Run of Blood and Castlevania Symphony of the Night coming out for PS4. Uh, $20 bundle if you're a PS Plus subscriber. I think it's $15 uh, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I'm going to get... It's, uh, it's it's Symphony of the Night. I, I got to have it. So yeah, It's coming really quick, too. Yeah, coming out October twenty sixth. Uh, so a month just, from today. Yeah, so just just before Halloween. So I, I may I may delay my my yearly playthrough and just play on a PS four this time. Well, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I always I always start like October first. Grab Symphony of the Night, play through, and um you know that's my Halloween game. So I I may I may do something different. I may I may play RE four this year. Go Hold back to off. RE4. Wait for this one to yeah. come out. I, I didn't play. Yeah, play I didn't PS4. play. I didn't play RE4 last year. I played it the year before when it came out on on PS4. So I'll I'll, I'll think I'll I'll give RE4 a playthrough. It's one of my favorite games oh, ever. Man. So, yep, I remember uh, E3. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of E3, Joel, I I actually <laughs> bumping me off on the side. I remember. <laughs> so, Joel, it's RE. So so I I, I did I did actually pre-order. Uh, RE2 <laughs> this surprise, week. Surprise, surprise. No, I, I pre-ordered the deluxe edition that comes with uh, with the original soundtrack. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, I'm, I'm already putting some money away for 2019, Joel. I think I'm going to hold off this year. I think I'm good. I'm no, gonna... Obed, you're not no. doing it right, Obed. No, if you no. don't pick up that Spider-Man PS4. I, I will, I will. See, guys, I, you knew I'd plug Spider-Man in no, there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll, gra- I'll grab it for... That's going to be my December game. Oh, see? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I have a backlog. I want to get through my backlog. Merry I got, Christmas. I, I def- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to start planning that Christmas vacation for... Uh, to catch up on all those games, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but cool news, you know. Um, looks like Konami is making a slow, sort of like very careful push uh, on, on games again, Joe, because they just released uh, Zone of the Enders Mars uh, on, on PS4. That came out a couple weeks ago. Now they're pushing Castlevania again. It looks like they're trying to get into the you know good side of the fans. So uh, I'm, uh, you know what? I gave Capcom a second chance after all their mistakes back in you know the early 2010s. So um, I I'll give Konami another chance if if they come out with good products. Who am I to not you know who am I to deny myself of playing a good video game? <laughs> oh man. Konami. <laughs> yeah. So uh so we'll see how that goes. Uh Joel, the other thing that we got today is that Kingdom Hearts three, another game that I'm looking forward to with you know uh with a lot a lot of excitement, I would say. Yeah. Um they they released today that a, a lot of the uh Disney voice actors are gonna be back. Um uh interestingly enough, Haley Joel Osman who 
played Sora in all the previous games is going to be back as Sora in this game. Um, and of course, we, of course, we got the uh, legendary uh, Tony Anselmo and Bill Farmer as Donald and Goofy, respectively. Uh, they are, um, you know, they've been doing Donald and Goofy for the last 30 years. So these guys are are legends in my in my eyes. Um, and uh, the the big thing, Joel, is that they they pretty much got everyone back for Frozen on Kingdom Hearts three. They will not let that go. Nope. <laughs> you had to say it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, just Josh Gad, Kristen Bell, Ethan Menzel, and Jonathan Grove are going to be back for um, for Frozen. Zachary Levi is going to be back as Flynn Rider for the Tangled World. And um, the other big thing is that Tate Donovan, who played Hercules on the original um, movie, is going to reprise his role and also the previous Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, so yeah, this is this is pretty big. Uh, it, it, it Disney. It looks like they Square Enix has Disney money for this one, um, and and I'm I'm really looking forward to this game, man. Yeah, I know people that I know that have, have uh, been a fan of this franchise for a while and have different opinions and different um, uh, episodes of in the franchise. People are really looking forward to this one, dude. So I mean, I myself, I'm I'm not been into it, and this one is drawing me into it. Um, so I'm I'm interested, dude. This is this is good stuff. But bringing everybody back together, very nice, very nice. Yeah, uh, it, it's 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 crazy. This game keeps looking better and better. Uh, by the way, it's like if you haven't played one and two, uh, you know, you owe it to yourself, especially to two. It's a fantastic game. So nice. Um, so definitely, if you if you have the time, just give them a chance because um, they're a lot of fun. Um, but uh, that's what I got. Other other than that, Joel, just real quick, was we talked about uh, Devil May Cry 5 a lot last week. Uh, a little bit of news came out that the game will have microtransactions for uh, to basically level up your character, uh, which a lot of people are saying. I was like, oh, the sexual microtransactions are back and whatnot. It's fine, guys. It's not gonna it's not gonna affect the game too much. Uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition had the same microtransactions. You can buy blue orbs and red orbs and whatnot. And whatever. I, I got through the game multiple I did multiple playthroughs on on, uh, on special edition of four and I never bought anything. So you guys will be fine. No worries. Yep, yep. No worries guys. But uh yeah man, Nick, that's it for me too. I know uh next week guys you wanna make sure you listen to our show because we're gonna have Obed reacts to Han Solo that uh, our reaction to X-Men Dark Phoenix trailer that's coming out tonight. So next week's going to be another going on top of who knows whatever decides to break on the internet. You know we'll be here to cover it. But thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Low Time, guys. We really appreciate it. We want you to be our friends because we're friends here at No Low Time. So go ahead and follow us on social media at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at no low time we also want you to make sure you're subscribed to our show so go ahead and give us a subscription on itunes google play soundcloud and youtube if you're an itunes subscriber if you could throw us a review that always helps out as well and we also want to welcome you to send in your feedback to us right so we talk about a lot of amazing topics here there's a lot of stuff that's going on out there that we just don't cover but send us your feedback questions comments concerns different uh things that you maybe want us to discuss here on the show send it in to us send an email to no low time at gmail.com. 
That's no load time at gmail.com. You could also, you know, of course, private messages through social media as well. But uh, we always welcome it here. Thank you again so much, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of No Load Time. Yep. Thank you guys, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.